and welcome to Meet Us at the Gazebo. It's a Hallmark movie podcast or fan cast. We haven't really decided yet, but we'll get there. Uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and that means one thing to me. It's time to start watching Hallmark movies in October, which is also a little bit crazy, but that's why we love it. Uh, my name is Adam Brown. I am joined by my fabulous co-host, uh, co-worker, and friend, Dan Winterland. Hi, Dan. Hello, Adam. It is well, cold outside, at least. <laughs> it is cold. 30 degrees. Yeah, we are from the great state of Minnesota, and uh, it's mid-October, and it is 30 degrees, so <laughs> it makes me think of Hallmark Christmas movies, which are filmed in the summer, and the opposite of cold, uh, yeah. because those people just wear sweatshirts and open jackets all the time. Or if it's filmed in the winter, it's filmed in, like, L.A. or something. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. like, no. Filmed on location with fake snow at... (laughs) They always seem to be overdressed in those movies. And uh, I don't actually do very well with warm. And I look at them like, clearly it's summertime and you are wearing a jacket. I I would be melting. So, But that's why they're paid the big bucks and we're not. The the big Hallmark bucks? (laughs) (laughs) All the Hallmark bucks. So I thought for this episode, episode one here, we're going to do a little bit of an intro to who we are, how we started watching Hallmark Christmas movies. And we're going to give a little bit of our, uh, we're going to go through a list of our favorites from over the years so far, <laughs> and then we're going to do a preview. And then the plan for the, the season here is to go through all of, well, not all. We're no. going to pick one of these because, I mean, I just don't have time to do all of them. There are 24 all-new premieres in the 10th anniversary of Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas this year for 2019. Um, what we're going to do is try to pick one each week and watch it, and then we'll go through that movie on the podcast here. Hopefully have some fun with it. Uh, <laughs> first of those is on October 26th, which is bonkers. It would, I'm excited. So it's two days away. <laughs> Recording it's October 24th. I am yeah. ready for Hallmark movies. My wife's not ready for Hallmark movies. And I am certain my sister-in-law who lives with us is not ready for Hallmark <laughs> movies. Like last year, about two movies into the season, which I don't, this is her, this is her problem. She was already kind of like, done with this. It's like, why are we watching these? I can't believe we're watching these. What is this? Can we watch something else? And I was like, no. She just wanted Get to watch the... the Grinch over and over. Yeah, probably. yeah. She did not feel the Christmas spirit. She needed to go to a small town somewhere and fall in love. <laughs> to solve those problems. A gazebo should be involved and a happy dog. A happy dog. Whose name, by the way, do you know the name of the dog? Happy the dog? Happy the dog. <laughs> happy the dog. It's perfect. And actually, I think I showed you this last year, but I found on YouTube there was a Hallmark Channel fireplace. It was like a, a Yule log. Yeah. And it's just the Yule log. And then Happy the Dog wanders through once in a while, and then it plays Christmas carols in the background. Ooh, you know what You know what I'm going to do, actually? <laughs> Saturday morning, I'm, I wake up first uh, every morning, uh, every Saturday, because I, I wake up and I watch, like, the soccer. Yeah. Um, and I like getting up early, because I'm a morning person. I like, like, if I sleep in, I feel like I've wasted my day. I, I'm with you. Yeah. So I'm going to get up early. I'm going to find the Yule Dog, and I'm going to cast it onto our big screen TV. <laughs> so when so when Sarah and Lauren come downstairs, they're, they're, they're going to know it's Christmas time. They know. It's the first day of Hallmark yeah. movie season. <laughs> How exciting. It is exciting. I'm jazzed. I'm, re- I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. We sound so middle-aged right now, and it's because we are. Yeah. Proudly middle-aged. That's all right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So let's do a little bit of background about ourselves. So I'm Adam. Uh... I started watching Hallmark movies, so I my, my little girl was born probably, I mean, she was born, well, not probably. <laughs> she was born six years ago, and uh, <laughs> but she was born in December, and, you know, you're up in the middle of the night and flipping around, and there's nothing on, and I happened to tune in to the beginning of a Hallmark movie. I was like, you know what? This will put me to sleep fast, so I left <laughs> it on the... And I watched the whole stupid thing. I don't even, I cannot figure out, I've tried to figure out which movie it was. I can't find it. Oh. I remember the plot line though, vividly, because I was like, this is so crazy. Let me guess. A man and or a woman travels from a big town to a small town. And at first they don't like each other, but then at the end they do credits. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, here's the fun thing about this one. I, I Somebody will probably know this as soon as I talk about it. But it was a small town gal or large, you know, big city gal moves to a small town, meets like a 
and I feel like they had a toy factory. Meets like the toy mm. factory owner guy, whose parents turned out to be Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Oh, I is that a Hallmark movie? Pretty sure. Oh, it was on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I feel like I've watched that one, or I'm aware of that one. I feel like that one's happened in like ten different. Probably, well, generations. 10 seasons of Hallmark movies yeah, and 10 different exactly. Mrs. and Mr. Santa Claus movies. <laughs> so I haven't been able to figure out exactly which one that is, but I was I was hooked from there. So I think I only watched that one that first year, but then the next fall when, you know, it rolled around. I've never watched these before Thanksgiving. So for me, this is a little weird this year. We haven't even gotten to Halloween yet, and we're starting out with Christmas movies. But this might be the best the best season of them all. Who knows? Yeah, well, it's the 10th season, right? So it will be the best season. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It most certainly is. Um, yeah, so, you know, when my so my son was born four, five years ago. Five years ago. He just <laughs> turned five uh, last week. I'm aware of his age. And similar to you, so I was actually home with him in the month of December. So I was lucky enough to have, like, enough time off to, yeah. to take that time and, and spend the whole month. Because my wife had to go back to work. She was a teacher and she only got like two months or a month and a half, I think is what it was, of, of leave. So I, I got to spend the whole, all of December with him. And so I did exactly what anyone would do when they have a month during Christmas to watch movies. I watched Star Trek, the original series, just beginning to end and then Next Generation. It never dawned on me to watch watch a Hallmark movie. Yeah. But, and to be honest with you, like it wasn't, and you know this, Adam, but you listener, fair friend listener... Uh, at first, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I didn't love Hallmark movies. I didn't. It was. I didn't understand them. I'd never watched one. And much like as human nature, I, you know, I disliked or I feared what I did not understand. And it wasn't for two or three years of you really just pestering me. Yeah. That I just like okay, fine. This year, I'm gonna watch them. This was last year actually, mm-hmm. and I was hooked. Yeah. Immediately. You're welcome. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um. It was, a, it was a kind service, really. Well, and here's so here's the thing. We're going to go through, this is a great time to talk about, kind of the rules for watching a Hallmark movie. See, I mean, you went into them expecting high cinema. And mm, really, mm-mm. you kind of have to turn off your brain for these things. Yes, which is why they're awesome. Yeah. You just relax. You enjoy looking at fake snow. And you just, you're just surrounded by, let's say, the holiday spirit. Yeah. Um, you know things are going to go well for the people in the movie. You know everything's going to turn out okay in the end. Yeah. Um, so you just have to shut up. I mean, when I sit down to watch TV or a movie or something, I, I just want to be entertained. You know, we, we all deal with enough difficult things in our lives. This is a way to just kind of unplug for a little bit. Yeah. I think my favorite part of the Hallmark movie is any tragedy that happened, which there, oftentimes there is none. Right. But any tragedy that did happen happened a minimum five years ago. And everybody's pretty much over it. They're pretty much over it. Yeah. I will say the tragedy happens for the current boyfriend in the beginning of the movie or like, you know, the figure skating coach or somebody that's... I know what movie you're referencing. All of that. I mean, there's always <laughs> there's always some guy that it's just, you know, oh, that guy. But there's no tragedy there, though. It's just, you know, you know, they're trying to make it work, but they're just, you know, they're growing apart. It's called heartbreak, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, quotations heartbreak. I've had... I mean, I've never had, like, real heartbreak. I don't think I've had, like, like mild, you know, breakups, you know, where it was like I was sad for a short period of time. And they were not even that most of the time, you know, in these movies. It's like, you know, they were with this person for two to five years sometimes, and it's like they just move on. Yeah. You know? Maybe if you would have just pulled the trigger and proposed at some point, Guy, then she wouldn't have gone back to the yeah. small hometown. Yeah, this is your and fault. And met her high school flame again. Yeah, it's your fault. Or you know what? You don't deserve her. It's good life lessons. Mm-hmm. Well, most of the time that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's both, right? Like, yeah. they don't deserve her and they're dragging their feet. Right. Or, you know, you just want someone to show off at your office Christmas party. Yeah. And, you know, there's more to this other person than that. So let's let's get with the times. And usually it's a guy, right? I was going to say yeah. guy or gal, but it's a guy. Let's it's usually it a guy, but it's not just a gal. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes the gal is not, doesn't have enough time. One of my favorites I'm going to talk about today, it's the gal. Ooh, can't mm-hmm. wait. All right. Uh, so obviously you can tell that we are, this is a labor of love for us. We also understand that there are some clear shortcomings in these movies. Yes. You know. And uh, not just in like the script writing. <laughs> right. But like just in like. From, yes, from a societal and cultural standpoint, yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of lessons to be learned. We won't get too deep, but we are going to acknowledge from time to time that there are some serious shortcomings, and you know, 
but that's part of turning off your brain and suspending reality for a little bit here and just uh yeah i, I mean i i actually wrote in my notes here lower your expectations for production value but raise your expectations for jolly christmas spirit it's true and the the production value bit becomes part of what makes a hallmark movie great yeah like you just because when, when the cgi snow comes in it's just like, oh, it's it's Christmas because I see CGI snow. Oh, it's beautiful. Look at that. There's some powder on the on the ground there. I mean, it's, you know, and that's that's one of the reasons we named the show Meet Us at the Gazebo because it seems like almost every movie has a gazebo. And we are 90% sure it's the same gazebo. Most certainly the same yeah. gazebo, right? Yeah. Just so, moved around a lot. I mean, that's the beauty of, that's the beauty of it. So, uh, all right. We did have a couple quick things here. When you sit down to watch a Hallmark movie, Dan, what's your favorite spot to your favorite couch location or whatever? Sure, we have one of those fancy IKEA couches. Ooh. Yeah, yep, yeah, it's kind of family we are. IKEA <laughs> um, with like the it gets like the couch slash like lounge chair thing where it's like an L. Yeah. So like I like to sit on that with my feet Ooh, up. Yeah. And then next to me is my beverage. Perfect choice. But I think that's your next question. That right? is the next question. Yes. Yeah, and I am no stranger to IKEA furniture. You know, I just spent about eight hours building a hemness a couple weeks ago. Ooh, whatever that is. It's I, a dresser. Oh, okay. Way too many drawers. And I had to mm. drill holes in that bad boy because I, I had the sides of the drawers on backward. I thought I had it nailed, and then I realized when I had to put the plastic piece in sure, to connect the drawers, sure. I was backward. And by then, I was already invested because I had other screws in, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drill these things. And I did it. Well, that's like the it's like a like a scientific like studied thing the ikea effect like you value ikea furniture more than other furniture that you purchase because you have built that furniture and it's actually part of the reason that people continue to go back to ikea oftentimes without realizing it is they overvalue ikea furniture because they put it together that makes total sense yeah if anybody comes after that hemness i will take them down i like how you call my hemness is it like just that specific is that like the swedish word for I don't know. I was, that's the name. Well, they all have weird little names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure. I don't know if they're weird. They're just, you know, yeah. they're not weird at all, I'm sure, in Sweden. Yeah. yeah. But here, you know. I mean, it's kind of, I think they're actual first names. Some of them are, you know, like I've had a Hector or something like that before, <laughs> too. So I think Hemnes might be a first name. Sure. Maybe I, not. I, I have know. no idea. But yeah, so it's a, it's a lounge. It's also the only spot in our, well, so one spot with a t- got switched right in front of the TV, basically. Yeah. And there's an end table there. The other two cou- spots on the couch, there's no spot for your oh, beverage. Yeah, yeah you got a um, beverage spot. It's a very comfy chair, but it's not direct on in front of the TV. Yeah. And there is also an end table. So that's like it's like a 1A and a 1B. Yeah. So. I got it. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a four season porch. A little bit of we've got a little fireplace in the corner. Nice. Uh what do you call it? It's a a pot belly, like a stove. Like oh a yeah. Stove yeah. kind of deal. And uh, I like to sit out there and watch it. We have a actually fairly positive we've had the couch since college, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it is worn in in all the right places. And you know that's where I sit. And uh, I, I have added an end table because you're right; you got to have a spot for that beverage of choice. Mm-hmm. So next question: What is the beverage of choice? So it it completely depends on the time of the Christmas season. So if we're if we're you know pre Thanksgiving. So pre Black Friday potentially. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a hot apple cider man. Fair enough. You know because I think Thanksgiving for me is apple cider season. Yeah. I always have some apple cider in the house. You know, just you know to have because I love apple cider. Sure. And then post Thanksgiving, oftentimes it will be hot chocolate because once we're post Thanksgiving, my son will ju- is just like super into the Polar Express. Yeah. And the hot chocolate song comes on, and then you okay. have to have hot chocolate just ready to go. Makes sense. As soon as the hot chocolate song is played, to <laughs> enjoy that cup of hot chocolate. So, yeah. depends on the season, you know, whether it's the November or December. Yeah. So I'm with you. I, I'm see, and I haven't really watched these before Thanksgiving, like oh. I've said. So mm-hmm. I don't know what my pre-Thanksgiving beverage of choice is going to be yet. I'm guessing it'll be the same as the post-Thanksgiving, which is hot chocolate. And depending on the mood, maybe a little bit of Bailey's thrown in just for, for good measure. Sure, so, sure. To get to yeah. that holly jolly spirit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe a little decaf. Ooh. Uh, a little decaf coffee here and there. Possibly a little Jameson added to that, depending on Whoa. the day of the week. You never know. So. Very low caffeine coffee and a little bit of booze. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's the wild side. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. 
Just one. Just one. Sure. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Let's uh, let's dive into this thing and let's talk about our favorite Hallmark movies. What do you think? Yes. Yes. We were looking at, uh, I mean, I did five. It was, and I'm going to be honest, it was hard to cut this list down once I started to look some of these up again. And uh, I do have a couple of honorable mentions. I'll just breeze through at the end. <laughs> so should we start at maybe five and count down to one? Sure. All right. I think you and I have the same number one. We do have the same number one. I'm fairly positive. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it's the best. It's the best. It's the best. All right. Um, let's let's do this. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, why don't you start? Okay. Well, so, I'll go first because I don't have the number one ready to go. Cause oh, okay. I'm counting on you for that. So I will go All first. Right. Fair enough. So my number five, and this is honestly not in particular order. It's like five through two for me aren't like... They're all pretty much awesome. Okay. So I, I went to the 2018 website for Hallmark movies. Sure. And I just clicked through the first four. Yeah. And I loved all four of those. <laughs> so so this was very easy for me. <laughs> so oh, there may funny. be more that some that I don't even remember that I loved more than these four, but this was just the easiest way to do it. So uh, Christmas Joy is my number five. Okay. So this is about a keenly intelligent market researcher with an eye on the uh, <laughs> with an eye on the company's top account. Ooh. So she get that sweet sweet yes. promotion. Um, but just as like the holidays hit, uh-huh. her aunt falls down and oh. breaks her hip, and she Seems can't fun. set up. She she can't set up for like her normal. She goes all her aunt goes all out for Christmas. Yeah. She's like Christmas, 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 and it can't be Christmas. If if the aunt if the can't aunt set it can't up, set it so up. She, so she has to she has to quickly go back home to help the help the aunt get ready for for Christmas. It's oh sorry, it was her ankle, not not her. Okay, and she needs surgery to force that ankle. And the woman's name is Joy, right? That's why it's called. Christmas oh yes, Joy. her yeah. her no, name is most certainly Joy. Yeah. Yes, perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that one. Yeah. So what happens? She meets she meets somebody at home. Yeah. So sorry, I'm just gonna read this. <laughs> I'm reading through the synopsis again real quick. Yeah, I remember what happens with this one, actually, now that I think about it. So, the synopsis goes, so, though the timing couldn't be worse, Joy immediately comes to her aunt's bedside, only to be reunited with former crush, now hospital administrator, holla, Ben Andrews, son of Ruby's former crush, now hospital, wait, sorry, son of (laughs) Ruby's best friend, Shirley. Yep, Exactly. Uh, Ruby's stubborn determination to be in control of everything, including including the town's legendary annual cookie crawl, which is a trope of these movies, by the way, yeah. is the is the each small town has like a legendary thing that every single person from that town like just craves at Christmas. Yeah, like so. I think for you and me, we're the perfect odd couple of of Hall, of a Hallmark movie Christmas. I'm, I'm from a small town in Nebraska. Yeah. You know, got out of the military, came you know came to the big city after the military. Now you're a you're a big city attorney. Mm. Well, yeah, you well, were a big city attorney, big city <laughs> and attorney. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So, like my my small town, there was no like there was not a Christmas. It wasn't like we were all like you know, there was no small town. It Christmas. doesn't really happen in big cities either. I wish no. maybe we should start one. Yeah, yeah. That, maybe it's not the real world. A cookie crawl. Yeah. So I remember. Do you remember the end of that one? Because I remember the end of that movie. Well, I bet you they fall in love and kiss, and the movie ends. <laughs> they fall in love. The best part of that one, though, if I'm if I if this is the one I'm thinking of, the the big ad campaign that she's trying to land. Oh yes, fires I do her remember. agency, <laughs> and the woman that owns the company is at the cookie crawl. Yes, and she hires Joy to be her like, yep. marketing person. Yeah, aren't there like a whole bunch of like comedy of airs like? Skype calls going on too at certain points in this one. Or am I thinking of a different I th- one? I think so. I remember like a, a harrowing late night drive in CGI snow <laughs> to get back to the cookie crawl. By the way, I've made a harrowing light late night like drive through a snowstorm. There's nothing fun about that. No, it is truly like yeah. threatening and life threatening. Frighteningly, yeah. yeah. I once I've... drove from um, Plymouth, Minnesota, which is like northern metro of the Twin Cities, down yeah. to Mankato. Yeah. And like an, a literal snowstorm. Yeah. It took me like four and a half hours. I thought I was going to like to be dead yeah. in a ditch. There was a, I did a drive last winter on the way to a hockey tournament for my son. We were, uh, it was between, let's see, where did we go? We went to Fargo. 
And there's a stretch between Alexandria, Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota, where there are no streetlights. And I mean, it's, it was like, it was like you're jumping to light speed in Star Wars or something. Yeah. It was, I mean, we were running about 10 miles an hour. Did they have like the one lane was clear and then there was like the, un- oh, there were no clear lanes. And the problem is there was nowhere to stop. So I'm, we just kept going. Yeah. Like I could pull over. We might get buried and no one's going to find us and no one can get it. Was, it was scary. Ooh, what, 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 that was the uh, Christmas movie that takes place in New Ulm. <laughs> what was that? What's that called? Oh, help me out here. Is this is a it, Hallmark movie? No, 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 no. It's oh, like an actual uh, Christmas, it's like actual movie that takes place in New Ulm, Minnesota. Really? Yes. And she is a, she's like a big city, like uh, she comes into like, she, her company like, buys up companies. Yeah. And they try and fix it. He's like the, so she comes in to like basically fire a bunch of people. And at one point she she crashes into a snowstorm. And the way that she gets found is she like hangs like a red negligee on the antenna of her car. And that's how the man that she does not like, but who eventually they fall in love, was able to find and rescue her. I have no idea. Oh, it's a it's a wonderful movie. Wow. And I'm my I'm sure my wife Sarah is screaming at like the, the speaker right now, being like, it's this movie. I'll have to like That's I'll, funny. Yeah. I'm going to have to find that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's okay. it's kind of great. Uh, my number five is called A Crown for Christmas. Ooh. Here's the here's the title. Is it? Here's, wait, here's wait, the wait, description. No, no. A Crown for Christmas. Dentistry. <laughs> no. Oh, not. what a golden opportunity. No, it's a princess movie. Oh. It's amazing. So... After getting fired from her job as a maid at a ritzy New York City hotel, Allie reluctantly accepts a temp gig as the governess to a young girl who is part of a powerful family in Europe that lives in an actual castle. Of course. Why not? She reluctantly accepted that job. Uh, <laughs> so me too. This, yeah, this, is a, <laughs> this plot line happens in a few of them over the last few years. I've seen this plot line a few times, but... This particular one, Crown for Christmas, was like 2005 or 2006, I think. Wow, OG. Fifteen, sorry, fifteen or sixteen. Just like flexing your like. 2015 or sixteen, sorry, <laughs> not that long ago. But um, the the Ally the star is uh, played by Danica McKellar, aka Winnie Cooper. Ooh, yes. So that had me go. You know that that you had me at Winnie Cooper because yeah, she was awesome uh, from the Wonder Years. Kevin Arnold, right? Oh man, Did you're you asking me. I, years? I no. I, I, well, it was. It wasn't. I think no. It just okay. wasn't on in our house. I mean, it was a, we were. I was aware of its existence, but yeah. it wasn't just like the TV we watched. Whatever. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so long story short, the governess gets there. The princess is a disaster and treats everybody like garbage. But guess who she likes. Allie from New York. What? Who yep. saw that coming? Like immediately Nobody. they were best friends? Yeah, besties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Amazing. And then, so the the crown prince, of course, is set to marry a countess. And um, I bet she's not very likable. No. I mean, at best, she's one of the stepsisters from Cinderella. Okay. Okay. But she means well. There's some redemption at the end. Oh, that's good. We, we, we would hate for her to be unredeemable. She does not exactly accept Allie warmly. Oh, neither gee. does the queen. Oh, believe it or not. Yeah, I know that feeling. Guess who wins everybody over by the end oh. and lands herself a prince? Winnie. Winnie Cooper. Oh, nailed it. That's so. my dream. By the way, I also hope to some way, someday, win over a queen and marry a prince. Yeah, sounds like a sweet gig. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> but no, the one of the the crazy things on this one though is that at some point the queen. Reveals that she's had a thing going with the butler for a long time. I should have known that. Yeah. That's a dead king. The king's been dead for a while. Probably 20 years or so. That we, don't have to, we don't have to feel it too much, right? Right. Yeah. But so the she's had this thing going with the butler for a while. but Like on the side? On the side. Scandalous. But they can't ever make it official because he's just the butler. Mm. And they just leave it at that. There isn't like, you know what? Oh, I'm going to break down the <laughs> no, walls. Because how does it? They just leave it at <laughs> You're the butler. We can't be together. I love you. You love me. But we both know that classes can't mix. <laughs> yep. That's essentially where they leave it in that one. Oh. If I'm remembering. I haven't seen that one no, for There's nothing while, quite so woke as a Hallmark movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that was, that was the first time that I ever saw the marry a prince or princess plot line. I was like, oh, this one's great. So, oh, so for me, I had to go with that. There's one that uh, was, uh, what's her name? Lacey. She's one of the one of the women from Party of Five. 
And she she does a that I she does either. a royal plot line. Can't remember exactly how that one went, but similar kind of thing. So yeah. nice. If I'm remembering these, yeah, stories. I have. They I, all kind of run together after a while. I'm too, kind of a connoisseur at this point of the <laughs> of the not a princess marry a prince movie because so I married into a uh, my my wife is a twin, an identical twin. Yeah, so they're best friends. Yeah, super cool. Um, Lauren lives with us, which is it's just great. She like watches my son on the regular, which is really great. That's nice. So and it's great having someone else around. It's really fun. Um, but they both they both love the same type of movie, and it's you know basically it's the you know didn't know you were a princess or married a prince type movie. Uh, yeah. So I've I've watched a lot of these over the years. Well, and then there's one thing that Sarah and Lauren do well. It's rewatch a movie. Nice. And or the Gilmore Girls, <laughs> which I can appreciate. I love the Gilmore Girls. It's, it's great. It's super fun. I never watched it when it was on originally. It's super funny. It's like clever. And it's just great. There it's great. You. Um, which number four? Yes, that's gonna go right into my my number four because mine is Road to Christmas. Ooh. So Road to Christmas is a Los Angeles television producer. Maggie Baker unwittingly falls for Danny Wise, the son and former producer of his mother's popular animal annual Christmas special, Julia Wise Lifestyle. Oh. Mm-hmm. We think they're ripping off there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the same first name and everything. Yeah. Uh, when Maggie's secret plan to reunite Danny and his two brothers with Julia during the live broadcast in Vermont goes awry, Maggie is reminded that above all, it is the love for family and friends that makes the merriest of Christmas. Aww. So this is so she is the producer, and he went off to like film like nature documentaries in Africa or something, right? And like, how dare he leave, stop producing his mother's TV show yeah. to go produce, pursue, you know, pursue his own dreams? And so he's decided he wants to come back home, and you know, he wants to be part of like the family business again a little bit. Yeah. And so, but she's already. You know, and she's this is her job, and she loves it, and she's great at this. So the mother makes them co-producers, oh, and they man. go on the road to like see small town America. And at first, they don't like each other, but guess what? They fall in love. How could you not in small town America? Mm-hmm. It's true. It's, it's true. What happens? Yep. Uh, and the best part about this one is Gilmore Girls. It is Tristan from Gilmore Girls. Oh, yes. So Squee, it's pretty, pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the one who Rory had like kiss in the high school play. Yeah, I don't. Gilmore oh. Girls is one that I don't know. If I you didn't went to Dawson's Creek or Nine Hundred Two and I could help you. I out was there, completely but... unaware. I, I mean, it wasn't even a show I knew existed really until I like started dating Sarah. Okay, and then I've probably now watched almost every single episode <laughs> multiple times because like if the. She'll just like turn the TV on. Gilmore Girls just have on in the background. Okay. Yeah. Why not? I agree. Why not? Uh, My number four. I know you hate this one. I think it's it's one of the craziest ones of all time. A Shoe Addict's Christmas. It makes literally no sense. (laughs) It's kind of why I love it. Uh, So Candace Cameron Bure plays... I think she works in a department store. She does. She does. And she loves shoes and collects mm. shoes. Well, and her mom loves shoes and collected shoes as well, right? I think Wasn't so. Wasn't that like the uh, the big plot point? Was, was that like, the lady? There's like a fairy godmother lady I don't, who shows up then. Just randomly. I don't think yeah. she's anything, right? She's just like, she's in a, a ch- changes t- the time-space continuum. Basically, yeah. It's perfect. And yeah. she has magical shoes. Yeah. And it's sort of a, a Christmas carol. Like a Dickens Christmas Carol plot line. Yeah. Where there's like the shoes of Christmas past and the shoes of Christmas present. But, but I they're, think. They're, no, they're, they're, they're all the shoes of Christmas present, but different presents. Like, Something like that. Or, or futures, depending on like the choices she makes. Right. Yeah. And, so, and they keep on, there's like a running, what is that that they keep on telling her to do? Like follow, not follow your dream, but um, it drove me insane. What was it? Yeah. Something about. You you complain about faith, like keep the faith. Oh, yeah, keep the faith the entire time. Like you gotta have faith. You have to have faith. Like faith in, in shoes. what? In shoes. I don't. I don't think that it, it, why you... it made no sense. <laughs> That's it's why like, I love it. They kept on saying keep the faith, and I kept on thinking I don't think that means what you think it means. Well, it was, it was Candace Cameron Bure just rocking it the way she does, and then I mean she's. I think she's my favorite actress in these. Mm. And then it had Luke McFarlane, who I think is my favorite actor in any of these movies. Ooh. 
and he played, you know, of course, a hunky fireman <laughs> because you got to have that. And I, she got locked in the she store, got locked on Christmas in the Eve, store right? or something, and he had to come and like <laughs> axe the door down to get her out. And then it ended. I mean, this one's banana. There were time traveling shoes, bad sweaters, and at the end, there was they were at some kind of party, and they had to override some kind of electrical system, like a la Jurassic Park, <laughs> where the Raptors were going to get her. Pretty much, the I mean, Raptors are Christmas present. Like it was just. The craziest. I loved it. I, I just it drove me insane the entire movie. Like it was like they must have said like keep the faith like forty times, and I'm like, in in what? In like yourself? In, in your like shoes. your in your mom? In your shoes? In, in the store? Yeah. I it just did not fully understand. Well, this is the one that I picked for our. Uh, we were gonna watch the trailer on the. Oh yes. Yeah. So this is the trailer that I picked. So it was the Shuetics Christmas. Okay, hold yep. on. So let me just. All right. Sorry. So, like, I'll say three. I'll do it on three. We both press play. Okay. Yep. There we go. Crazy. Oh, shoes. she was Look at that sweater. And she was an insane Christmas angel, right? Like, she was completely incompetent. Yeah. It was great. So dumb. There. Did you see? Did you see the power bank in the yeah. background? I don't get it's like Jurassic Park fences. Yeah. Oh my god. But I mean, what was with the red shoe tree? Like, what are they well, going to do with those shoes? I think a display in the store. Oh, a sneak peek. Are we going all the way through the sneak sure peek? Sure can. Here he is, Hunky Fireman. <laughs> Enter stage left. Oh, they also lived in the same building, too, right? Oh, yeah. He's a volunteer fireman, isn't he, or something like that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, maybe we should just stop it but there. But something happened. But something happened. Well, what happened was the crazy guardian angel shoot. There's a weird lady, lady in the shoot. <laughs> There's a weird lady in the shoot department. Uh, uh, all, right, all right, all right. You got to admit, that one's crazy, and it's just... It's certainly crazy. It's fun. It's <laughs> certainly crazy. You aren't lying. That was like the big one for 2018, Oh, too. yeah. That was, was like just... the... Wasn't that the flagship Hallmark movie, basically? That yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like... Had to watch it, right? Because it was just ads, ads, ads for like, you know, because that was, yeah, it, it was insane. And yeah. I think, if I remember right, my uh, Sarah also enjoyed this one quite a bit. Oh, it was And thought was I bananas. was just kind of a jerk for not enjoying it. I loved it. It was, it was bananas. I loved everything about it. <laughs> All right. Number three. All right. Number three. Uh, my number three was, it's Christmas, comma, Eve. Get it? Because it's Eve, Christmas Eve, was Eve the lady. and it's also Christmas Eve. It's uh, just too amazing. Darn funny. <laughs> um, so, let me pull up the uh, synopsis here real quick. So, it's Christmas, comma, Eve, starring the Leanne Rhymes. Oh, Bet you yes. forgot she was a person. No, of course no, not. Me, me either. Me either. I also you forgot that she sang the theme song from Con Air, Dan. Did she really sing Pretty the sure. theme song from Con Air? I think so. How is that not just like an 80s metal How band? Do I Live Without You or whatever? Remember that one? No. I oh, completely you're going to have to look this up. I might be crazy. That's Okay. I no, I mean, it's I quite possible. Like that was a weird time for movies. <laughs> like, you know, of course you'd have like a country pop singer singing the like... <laughs> it was a slow romantic ballad. Yeah, because nothing... Uh, you know, Armageddon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aerosmith. Nothing says yeah, slow romantic ballad like a bunch of convicts on an airplane trying to build a giant model yeah. airplane to fly away from the Nic- desert. Nicholas Cage in a tank top. Yeah. Well, Leanne Rhymes. Yeah, of course. Duh. What about it's hand in hand. So, as... Inter- so, I play, want to play the preview for this first, or do you want me to read the synopsis first for this one? Uh, whichever way you want to go. Let's, read the, let's watch the preview real quick. Okay. I'm yeah. in. So this one's your preview? This is my preview. Okay. Yeah. It's Christmas, comma, Eve. I'm excited. I don't know that I've ever seen this one. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Three, two, one, play. And she doesn't even look like Leanne Rhymes anymore. Grammy Award winner. No. It's clearly June outside, too. <laughs> the interim school. Oh, no, I have seen this one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. It's Christmas, comma, Eve. I'm glad the comma was in the right place, but then they didn't have anything at the end. Like, is it a period? 
Is it an exclamation point? I don't think we did watch this. A question mark? Are we watching the sneak peek of this one? No, but I remember this one. Yeah. And I feel like they've done – well, yeah, so, they've done this same plot line multiple times too. And one of them is in one of the movies that I'll talk about later. Yeah. So this person – so Leanne Rines is playing an interim school superintendent who has actual literal monster whose job is – to come in as an interim school superintendent yeah, and, and then just to down. fire as many fire people as possible and then move on. But like, also... Get rid of the teachers. Get rid of the janitors. They are all useless garbage. Yeah. We don't need them. Especially the music teacher slash love interest. Yes, of course. Of we course. don't need music. Yeah, music is unnecessary. Get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. No. Everyone knows that music does not make a better school. That will not improve test yeah. scores. Don't write letters. We're being sarcastic right now. Yes, yes. Very much so. But yeah... But she finds love and keeps the school open and everybody keeps their job. Yeah. And is there some kind of giant carnival? That's um, the one I'm going to talk about. There's a giant tree lighting ceremony. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the one. The one that I'm going to talk about has a carnival in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what they do is they create a website for donations. Okay. And it's super successful and they get a bunch of money able to keep open the school. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So thank goodness. And then they fall in love. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three for me. <laughs> Actually, one of the things I love best about these movies is it gets it, it builds to the apex and then within the last segment. So you've got, you know, nothing's going to work. Everybody's in peril, as much peril as you can have in these movies. Yeah, well, peril. And they the resolve everything <laughs> in the last like eight minute segment of the movie. Yeah. So there's commercial break, eight minutes. Like they approach kissing and then bam, credits, we're on to the next one. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Moving on. Here's the preview for what's coming up next. Exactly. Let's go to the next movie. Like the credits roll through super fast. They screen them right and <laughs> zip them through so they can get on to that next one. Well, there's not a whole lot of credits anyways because ca- most casts like what? 10 people large? Yeah, exactly. Love it. All right. Uh, my number three, Switched for Christmas. Starring CCB, Candace Cameron Bure. Ooh. Uh, she plays... Identical twin sisters. And does she play both twin sisters? Oh, Oh, boy. Candace Cameron is playing identical twin sisters who are estranged. I've seen this one. They, yes, I've seen this one. Yeah. And so (laughs) one is a big city gal. Mm -hmm. One is a small town gal. uh, And they're both stuck planning their Christmas parties. One at the office. One for the school for like the town Christmas carnival pageant thing, which is basically like a carnival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... Here, and here's what it says. Quote, they're convinced the grass is greener on the other side. Period. End quote. <laughs> so there you go. So they swap lives for the holidays. Yeah. So this woman like, leaves her children. Leaves her kids. Just like bails on to her To go children. downtown. Yeah. Yeah. And they fall in love with guys as the other sister. Yeah. Because like you do. Like you do. Yeah. So, like, so like at any the end of this. Lies, and lies. Yeah. The crazy thing is at the end of this when like the one guy – Ends up with now a small town gal that has kids who he thought was a big city career gal that was moving and shaking. Yeah. Like, which is, either one is fine. But like the guys just sort of go along with it at the end, which I love. There's yeah. also a dad who's like the voice of reason in all this. <laughs> Happy the dog features prominently in this movie. As the dog of the small town sister, right? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Duh. What am I thinking? And then there's multiple ice skating scenes, including on plastic ice, which is my favorite when they, they end up like on plastic ice because it's so hard to skate on. I've skated on that before. Almost impossible. Um, there's, a, I think, multiple gazebos. I mean, I wrote in my notes, I think they brought in extra gazebos for the Christmas <laughs> Guest so, star gazebos? Guest star gazebos. I mean, this had everything. And it had two tropes in one, which is big city gal finds out the small town life is better. Mm. And then small town gal finds out that big city life isn't always cracked up to be. And they're both in the same movie. It's just bananas. I loved it. Yeah, it's bonkers. And like the kids like know immediately that it's not their mom. And they're just super cool with that as well. Like mom just left for like two weeks over the holidays and yeah. didn't even say peace. Well, the and, like, kids were jerks to mom. Oh, yeah, and then the aunt rolls in and can't even make breakfast. You know, there's yeah. like the, the burned breakfast scene because oh, she's course. an imposter. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are just cool. Like, yeah, no, you, it's cool. You don't know the... the for the course breakfast that you make for me every morning. Exactly. Oh my god. And we're not thankful for. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm happy for a bowl of cereal in the morning. <laughs> little snots. Love it. Love and they like, work their like sisters' jobs. Yeah. And, it's and just, do I mean, just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And just 
perfectly great at it. Like one of them is a teacher, though. I think at the school, I think she's a music teacher. Maybe I'm getting the Leanne Rhymes one mixed <laughs> up. I might be. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is a good one. It's pretty fun. It's pretty yeah. great. It's pretty great. Yeah. All right, up to number two, right? My number two is Christmas at Pemberley Manor. So this is from last year. This one was maybe the first one that I watched last year. Okay. And it like, I was hooked immediately because it's, it's, it's just based on like, like Pride and, Pre- Pride Pride and, and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I so it's just, too. They, they just basically ripped off Jane Austen's Pride yeah. and Prejudice. So like my favorite part was if you go to the IMD, IMBD page, like they give an uncredited writing credit to Jane Austen for this. No way. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So William Darcy is a high profile billionaire. They don't even try, by the way. Like yeah. they were, they just beating you over the head with this. This is pride and prejudice. Love it. But William Darcy is a high profile billionaire who doesn't love Christmas. And Elizabeth Bennett is a big city event planner who loves Christmas. Miss Bennett wants to use the Darcy family estate as the venue for the town's holiday party. She was like hired yeah. to like, you know. Like you do, because every town has to have their giant big holiday yeah. party. Yeah. So they brought in this big city event planner to plan it. Small towns love to budget for big they city events. They sure planners. do. They sure do. Everybody knows that. Yep. And there was like something too, like she was like either like trying, it was like her first event or something. I think it was her first event. Oh. Like on her own. Oh. So it was, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like she immediately insults Mr. Darcy. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who are the, do you, do you have the actors? Yeah. It's stuff? um Jessica... Londes and Michael Raddy, Rady. Okay. I don't know them. I'm not going. They were actors. they were kind of yeah. I didn't know who they were. They're both great though. I remember it. They're yeah. both great. And uh, he, well, it turns out that he doesn't want to have the place all gussied up for Christmas because he has you know memories and misses it. He's oh, sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Should eventually break down those walls. Yep. Eventually he gives in and and then they they love Christmas and and he doesn't sell. Doesn't sell the estate and ends up, they end up probably living there. I, I remember know, it. I, I think remember. they end up during the big party at the end. Yeah. Everybody's dressed up. They end up like out in front. Their lips <laughs> yes. approach each other and credits. Yes. Fake snow. <laughs> the dark. Credits. Yes. Yep. So it's glorious. It was wonderful. A- anytime you rip off Pride and Prejudice, I think it's great. And like not even trying to pretend it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like even a, an homage. It was just like, hey, what if Jane Austen the exact loved story. Christmas and wasn't successful? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, they brought in some originality. I love that book, by the way. That's good. Yeah. All right. Here we go. My number two was Christmas Cookies. Oh, That's I love this one. Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starring Jill Wagner. One of my favorites, former host of the show Wipeout. Remember that show? I do. I always, I always told everyone I would love to go and be a participant on, on Wipeout. Yeah. It looks like fun. Yes, even though you must have to sign a gigantic waiver. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. They don't even try to let people not get hurt on that show. Yeah, yeah, totally worth it though. It just looks like Love a lot it. of fun. Yeah. So Jill Wagner seemed really fun on that show. She was kind of like the roving sideline reporter <laughs> on that one. But now she's a Hallmark star, which is great. So here's here's the here's an upgrade the or a downgrade, by the way. I'd say it's it's a lateral. It's, it's a, a lateral, lateral move. move. Yeah, lateral move. So here's the here's the tagline: Aunt Sally's Christmas Cookie Company is sold to a large conglomerate, and executive Hannah must seal the deal and shut down the factory, which is the small town of Cookie Jar's lifeblood. Mm-hmm. So this is the typical Christmas related business yep. shutting down. Here comes the big city executive. Yeah. So Jill Wagner shows up in town. She takes the train and gets off and the gets in the cab with this guy. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. So <laughs> she's talking, she's getting some of the lay of the land. He drops her off at the inn, with which of course has Aunt Sally's cookies, and she loves the cookies. Sure does. Aunt Sally's. So yummy. She's a big fan. So she gets to the factory the next day for the big meeting with the owner. And guess who it is? It's the cab driver. Yep. Who lied to her. Yes. And said he was the cab driver when he wasn't the cab driver. Because he even, was like Cliff or something. Yeah. It just, it, it just, I mean, this movie had, like, and this is a pretty standard plot line for a lot of these. But this one, like, I love this because, oh, and in the beginning, so 
the very beginning is her with this guy and he's taking her through Central Park in a wagon and is he going to propose or isn't he? <laughs> and that guy's doomed, right? There's yes. no oh, yes. way. You can't be the love interest at the interest at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. You're toast. Yeah, yeah, you're just totally done. But that guy turned out to be kind of a dink because he really <laughs> just wanted to show her off to his high, high-powered true. corporate cronies. What a mean. So get rid of that guy. Yeah. So, of course, she falls in love with the factory owner. And, but in this movie, they've got... Um, you know, so there's the sleigh ride in the park. I think there was a skating date. Uh, there, But there was literally identity theft, right? He's, he, he pretended to be the cab driver and he wasn't. Didn't the cab driver know that though or something? Or Yeah, certainly not identity theft, but certainly fraud. Right? Wasn't this the one where she went, where there was the snowstorm, where she went and got like the town homeless man and brought him over to, brought him to the bed and breakfast? Was this oh, that I one? I don't think so. I don't oh, one what happened. one is that? Oh. There was one where there was a ta- there was the town homeless guy oh that, God. and then there was like a giant snowstorm, and everybody had to come to the, come to the bed and breakfast where she yeah. was staying, and she remembered that there was a town the town homeless oh. man, and he might he wouldn't have survived but for her. Well, that's actually pretty nice. Yeah, I mean you yeah. don't see that kind of thing very often. Yeah, movies. I mean, but it was, it was literally the town homeless man, like. <laughs> You know, they had one. And they all like were aware of him and were cool of it. And they're like, hey, hey, Steve, the homeless guy. Oh, it's old Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that you live on the street in winter, but I can't help, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Hallmark movies. But do you remember how this one ended or why she couldn't sell it off? Well, there, were in, there was literally an intellectual property dispute. Yeah. Because the, the was it, Aunt Sally gave pieces of the recipe to each of the workers, but not all of them. And that's, that's how they so were originally... nobody, nobody actually knew the full recipe. Yeah, and that's how they were originally trained, was that, like, you know, for 30 years now, like, each person, as they moved along the line, would, like, learn that part of the recipe. So nobody knew all the recipes. They all just knew the part they needed to know. It's genius. Yeah. <laughs> I loved this movie so much. And actually, I remember the, the boyfriend from the big city showed up and tried to propose... In the middle of the Christmas cookie showdown. Oh yes, and then and then new boyfriend, but not yet boyfriend saw it and yeah. then walked out. And he just you know, <laughs> in typical rom com fashion, yep. was like, "Oh well, I'm just going to assume that it's never going to work out between us, and yep. I'll just uh, step out of her life forever." Yep, I'm not going to be an adult about this and actually tell her how I feel yeah. and you know have an adult conversation about feelings and relationships. Yeah, all I'm of just going to leave. All of these movies and every romantic comedy could end in the first five minutes if somebody just said, this is how I feel. <laughs> Done. Movie over. Thanks for playing. Sorry, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Not so sleepless in Seattle anymore. Moving on. Anyway, uh, that one, yeah, Christmas Cookies, I think that one was called. Bananas. Love that Ooh, one. I have, a, I have a question for you that's not in the show notes before we get to our big number one reveal. Okay. What's your favorite non-Hallmark movie Christmas movie? Well, this next one we're going to talk about. But this, this is a Hallmark movie. It's just not a oh, Hallmark okay. movie. Got yeah. it. What's Got your it. famous, like, favorite, like, legitimate Christmas movie? Oh, man. I've tried to think about this before. I I cannot choose between Christmas Vacation and Elf mm, at this point. Yeah. Elf, Elf and Christmas Vacation. I don't know which one's one and which one's two. Yeah. I can't. I Those can't are both top between. five for me, for yeah. sure. Like, maybe top three. Yeah. But for me, it's Shop Around the Corner. Okay. Yeah, the, about the original before. shop around the corner, like which is the black basis. and white Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's the basis of you've got mail yep. or yep. sleepless in Seattle. Or you've got mail. It's basically, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Love got it. it. Watch yeah. it every every Christmas. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. super good. Yeah, no, we my family literally speaks to each other in uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah, yeah, so does so does mine. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't know, Margot. We say it all the time. So, you know, that kind of thing. I won't say some of the other things we say to each other because it's yeah. probably not appropriate on a Hallmark movie podcast. Probably not. Yeah. We're going to put a tree that big, Griswold. I won't tell you the, <laughs> the line after that. All right. Uh, number one, should we do a little drum roll here? Yeah, sure. Like Christmas vacation style? Yeah. Joy to the world. <laughs> <laughs> told you. Thinking about me. Uh, it's called Falling for Christmas. Oh, it's so good. Also, on some sites, I've seen Snow-Capped Christmas. Ooh, is that the Canadian name for it? I think so. Oh, that's so, so great. I don't know where this movie originally aired. I don't think it's actually a Hallmark movie, but I found it on Amazon one year. Is it one of those, like, for Canada by Can- Canadians movies? That, it like, might be. That, like, Amazon just, like, bought up the rights well, it for? it does feature a former hockey player and a figure skater, so... A former NHL hockey player and a, the 
lead. I, I, bet you, I bet you it's like one of those like buy Canadians for Canadians things, and then Amazon just bought a whole bunch of those. It is amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's so the best. Here's here's the plot summary. Claire is a famous and she, by the way, really good figure skater. Oh, too. like like gold medalist, yeah. like not like a winner, but like in the running for like getting ready for the world yeah. championships, which yeah. is a big deal. My yes. wife's a former figure skater that's pretty high up. This is like, I mean, if they're really going for this and if they're in Canada, they probably were because people know what they're looking at. Yeah. She's like legit. This is like Nancy Kerrigan level is the way they portray her. Her mom, who's Blair from Facts of Life, which I love. (laughs) Yeah. So she gets, the skater gets injured. Her mom encourages her to just quit a few months before the world championships and try to settle down with a nice man. Yep, yep. You know, Come because, on, what? You know, it's not like she has been oh. training for this for her entire life. Like you don't, right. you don't get to like wake up one day in high school and go, you know what? I'm gonna go to the Olympus as a figure skater. Mom was driving her to the rink every morning at five o'clock yeah, to practice. Yeah. The, you know what? Just hang it all up. The no, thousands no. and thousands and thousands of dollars, tens of thousands that were probably spent. Like the family is probably in debt because of this you know i mean that's where you know that's where you have to suspend your reality in the movies, right? <laughs> first of all there's no way that mom would and second of all the mom's like you know what let's just hang up your dreams for a man like no i'm not going to tell that to my daughter someday like if that's the choice she wants to make fine make that choice but no <laughs> no you, you follow your dreams kid i don't know anyway yeah so that part alone just got me going so then she goes to she has to go to canada this remote Center C E N T R E. Yep, that's how that's how they spell center in for Canada. rehab. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so <laughs> I think my favorite part of the movie is on the way there. She's in a limo, and the limo driver who's in Canada, yeah, in a remote part of Canada, who's gonna know how to get around and wouldn't drive a limo. Yeah, and is a Canadian who wouldn't know how to drive in snow. And he goes, "Oh no, the roads aren't plowed. The roads are clearly plowed, they're quite plowed. If there's snow, it's tightly packed. They're not gonna have a problem <laughs> getting around." But he like eases it near a snowbank and parks the car and he's like, well, we're not getting out of here for a couple we're, of days. We're stuck. We better start eating each other. Yeah. So <laughs> she, gets, she gets angry, gets out with her fancy rolling suitcase and, and, and like pulling it up the mountain. She's like in like fancy shoes or something. Yeah. Like immediately it's the, it's the wolves. Oh, and like the wolves. Middle of day in Canada. The wolves start howling <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so great. And then uh, here comes hunky shop owner mm-hmm. slash snowmobile enthusiast. <laughs> happens to be going past. Slash former hockey pro. Slash former hockey pro. You know, picks her up, takes her to town. <laughs> he meets her, or she meets his daughter, who's like 10. Yeah. And just immediately she's like the kid's new mom. Okay, they're just the most bestest of best friends. Because like, that's how it works, yes, right? Yeah. It's just that easy to yeah, transition. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're my daughter and, and I'm I'm your mother. And that's the way it's going to be. And we both know that. And we love each other. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. And there will never be any problems ever. That's how step stuff works. Perfect. Yep. So, you know, the the guy is, he's rugged. He wears flannel shirts. Oh, how dare he's he? He's got some stubble. And then <laughs> here comes the fancy skating coach guy who, you know, has his, Nice, nicely quaffed hair. I think he wears a lot of black, so you know we don't like him. Right, scarves, many all kinds scar- of all scarves. the scarves. Like never is not without a scarf on. So he, of course, I mean, here, here are like so just some of the tropes in this. Right, there's <laughs> there are multiple skating dates in multiple yes. settings, including one on thin ice. Yep. When this world champion figure skater can't figure out that she shouldn't be skating on thin ice. Luckily, hunky boyfriend ex-NHL player shows up yes. to save her. Good. Thank goodness. Because <sighs> ridiculous. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, just, you know, random lake ice is always just easy to skate. It's something you can just go and skate on right yeah. away. It's, you know, it's not like it has to be, you know, shoveled immediately or right. like, it's like, you know. And it's the middle of winter. Like, there's no way that lake is not going to be covered in two feet of snow <laughs> in the glaciers where they're at. But... <laughs> So, of course, the fancy skating coach gets run out of town. There's something, I can't remember exactly, like his scarf gets... They were doing like a lumberjack contest, right? Where they were yeah, trying to like... Yeah, he supposed to chop wood. And he like chops his scarf or something? Yeah, just ridiculous. Oh. But they they send him out. I, and we know that he can't be the hero because they send him out ice fishing. And he can't handle manly things. Nope. And he can't so, do the manly thing. No, which means just not, not the right man for her because... It's, of course not. Of course not. And he was terrified of, of worms when they were out <laughs> ice fishing. And they were clearly rubber worms. Like, they were not real worms. But everyone knows. That's what you fish with in the winter is, <laughs> is is rubber worms. I know when I go ice fishing. Actually, I've done my share of ice fishing. I have no uh, idea what you fish with. Oh, 
Yeah, not rubber worms. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I I grew up like you know fishing on like a lake in yeah. Minnesota in the summers because we drive up from Nebraska to this lake cabin. I mean, you can yeah. use the little rubber but worms, but yeah. ice fishing sounds. I don't understand it. It sounds cold. It's mostly just an excuse to drink. Sure. Okay. It's fishing then. It's pretty. Yeah, it's not exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't drive around in a boat with a beer anymore. That's just that's frowned upon. Yeah, unless because it's, it's just literally drinking and and. Drive driving, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but in an ice house, you know, some of these guys have these really elaborate things with heaters and everything else, and you just sleep in there. So, yeah, sure, good excuse to get out of the house and Why into not? a smaller house and <laughs> place on a lake. Yeah, true. Literally, yeah. Uh, actually, funny ice fishing story. One of my mom's friends this was the first when OnStar came out. Um, like that thing in your car. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you drive your car out and you fish. And OnStar, <laughs> OnStar called her phone and said, uh, ma'am, I don't know how to tell you this, but your car is at the bottom of a lake right now. She's like, what? No, it's right here. Oh, the lake is frozen. Just yeah. like a southern accent on the other. Ma'am, your car is at the bottom of the lake. She, nope, it's frozen. She's like, You're so she, she Emilio Estevez yeah. them? Pretty much. Like, I grew up on the ice. I know when it's safe to drive on the ice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too good. <laughs> That's a Mighty Ducks reference. That was a Mighty Ducks reference, yeah. So anyway, this one, this movie has it all. It's got the child that immediately has a new parent. Zany zany ex-boyfriend who can't do manly stuff. That's the coach. Mm -hmm. Overbearing mom. Wolves. Flannel shirts. Skating dates. I mean, it's it's got it all. Is wolves a trope? (laughs) No, but it should be. We need more wolves. Also, uh... Blair, so Blair from Facts of Life, who's the overbearing mom, she ends up with some other dude from this small oh, like town who, when she comes to visit. Who owns the inn or something? No, the person who owns the inn is like the wasn't there like a masseuse that was like a very like masculine woman? And, I think so. Yeah, and like, with like a German accent. Yeah, or like the, yeah. And the effeminate boyfriend couldn't handle it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's sort of on some levels. Some of these movies are like everything that's wrong with society in about yes, two hours. Yes, which also sort of makes it fun, but. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Falling for Christmas or Snow-Capped Christmas. Yeah. I think it was, I mean, it was on Amazon at least. A go years find ago, it so. and watch it if you haven't. Because it is, it is, it's, it peak, is it's peak Christmas movie. Worth your time. It's, yeah. I have a couple Amazing. other, I'm just going to quickly go through a couple of, a uh, couple of honorable mentions. They weren't actually that good, but they had so many of the tropes. It was amazing. One is called The Mistletoe Promise, <laughs> starring Jamie King, who, she was kind of a mid-90s, oh. like, you know, I'm terrible with actors. Angst-filled, yeah. You'd probably know if you star. Okay. And then Luke McFarlane, who I think is in basically every Hallmark movie. He's either a good guy or a bad guy. But yeah. But this and this one that she runs a travel agency that she used to own with her ex-husband, who's a total jerk, who is on to some new bubbly, bubbly <laughs> gal, right? And it's like this kind of rivalry between the gals, and he tries to have the girlfriend do the weather on television or something like that at the end. And, <laughs> It's a complete disaster. So Jamie King steps in and handles it and then gets a great commercial out for her travel business. And then it just <laughs> all goes from there. It's fantastic. But there's enough CGI snow to the point where they have a snowman competition in a gazebo. And they are clearly like just styrofoam snowmen. And they're pretending that they're <laughs> oh, making I've them. Seen, I've, seen that, I've seen the end of this one. Yes. Oh, yes, my God. Yes. It's so great. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it's the annual snowman competition, right? And they like plan for it all year long. Yeah. And then these like this team that has not prepared all season just steps in and then like wins or something. Oh, like, it's so great. And then for me, I love any of them that are set in something called an inn. Yes. So there's one called Mistletoe Inn. There's a number of these where like somebody goes to this place and then it's the same group that's been coming there for 30 years to the same inn, and then they find romance, and it's just, I love those. Yeah. Or there was or a bed and breakfast. There was the other. one where the, it was like a family-owned, no, where actually it was a family-owned like Christmas store. Okay. Remember this one at all? Family-owned Christmas store. The woman loves Christmas, but... You know, she gets tired of Christmas because it's Christmas year round, and she just loves Christmas at Christmas time. But how could she ever leave the family-owned Christmas store? And my favorite one of this is it is deep winter in some place in New England, right? Yeah. And and she's just like driving around in this like old nineteen fifties pickup truck with the window rolled down <laughs> and like talking to people on the street, and it's like, nah, that's not how this it's works. Cold. That's not at all how. She's, just, she's wearing a you know a heavy shirt, not not too heavy, yeah. and then like you know a jacket unzipped. It's like yeah, oh yeah, 
You've never been in actual winter, have you? You have not been in actual winter. <laughs> oh, I love these so much. All right. Yeah. So we should probably talk about the plan for the for the season here, right? Yes. We're going to try to watch at least one a week. The reason for the season is Hallmark movies, right? That's exactly. Because that's the old that's the old saying. So the first one comes comes to town on Saturday, October twenty sixth. I'm excited. Christmas wishes, Christmas wishes, and mistletoe kisses. I think they're kind of giving up on the titles. If I'm being honest, like we could have done better than that. Oh, can we? It rhymes. There's a comma. That's true. Yeah, a conjunction. Yep. It does involve yep. a conjunction. Yep. Um, here's here's what happens in this one. Weeks before Christmas, Abby is hired to decorate the estate of businessman Nick. <gasps> she must break down the wall between her and Nick, all while keeping the holiday spirit alive. Starring Jill Wagner, one of my faves. Okay. Matthew Davis, who I've seen in a bunch of these before, and Donna Mills. Remember Donna Mills from like '90s television? No, no. And not good with actors' names though. You will when you see her. Yeah. Um. So I watched the. Pre- are we going to watch? Yeah, the I think preview? we should watch it. Yeah. Here's some things. Some things that stood out to me. There's a gazebo covered in, in fake snow that, at best, looks flammable. <laughs> <laughs> actual asbestos that yeah that gazebo could catch fire at any time i think asbestos is not it's not flammable. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's the opposite of asbestos yeah. there's cgi snow everywhere bad sweaters and then there's a scene where it ends up with the two of them dancing in front of a band that like there's no one else in the room and they're just awkwardly playing while they dance and yeah. it reminds me of the bachelor because there's <laughs> at least one of those dates where they end up in front of a band and it's just the two of them dancing awkwardly so I am all in for this. Movie. All right, I can't wait. I'm excited. To, I'm excited for the preview. I haven't watched it yet. So, are we watching it now? Yeah, we are. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I'm ahead of you. Oh. Oh, there's a kid. Oh, is it? She's holding miss- somebody's kid. Yeah, I'm sure they're best friends immediately. Oh, how dare she listen to Christmas music before Halloween? <laughs> Ooh, it's the gazebo. Look at that gazebo. That, there was nothing there. Nothing. I, don't, I am unaware of the point of that. How yeah. was, there just, that You're was just like, nothing. hey, it's a Hallmark movie. They're gonna, there's gonna be a man and a woman and one of them's gonna like Christmas and one isn't and there will be a child it's and a gazebo. Perfect. <laughs> in. All in. All right. So we'll watch that one. Yes. We'll come back next week yep. with, uh. We'll do a summary and we'll go from there. Yeah. It's going to be hard to pick the next ones. Yeah, we'll pick the next one on on the show. We're not going to like look ahead, basically. No, no. At our list. We'll I've, see the previews, obviously. I've but. looked just, I mean, so November 2nd and November 3rd are the next new movies. Yeah. One stars uh, Stephanie Tanner from Full House. Which is exciting. So, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, anything that features an actor or actress from, from 90s television, 90s television that I watched as a kid, I'm in. That's part of why I like these so much, I think. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm a little sad that we don't have the K-Sorbs. You know, Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> well, not yet. You never know. Well, yeah. 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 Never know. Don't. Never say I never. Yeah. <laughs> he could be a hunky fireman. He could be a, be a great hunky fireman. Yes, he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then November 3rd, Christmas scavenger hunt. Ooh. Which involves big city gal or small town gal. I don't remember yeah. big city or small town guy. But anyway, they come together. Former high school boyfriend and girlfriend get paired up for a scavenger hunt. What? Is it? Is it like the big Christmas scavenger hunt that happens every year in this small town? And everyone looks forward to this one thing every single year? Yes. Ugh. I don't know who we're going to pick. I mean, I don't know either. So we'll have to we'll have to do a debate next week. We'll yeah. See what happens. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Dan, enjoy Christmas wishes and mistletoe kisses. We'll break that one down next week. Are you going to force uh, the family to watch us with you? I don't think anyone's going to watch it with me. Yeah. I don't know if anyone will watch it with me either. Yeah. This might be a basement watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, our porch, you're, you're sort of out by yourself. It's a little <laughs> cold in the winter, let's be honest. People just kind of leave me alone out there. <laughs> my dad watches these, though, so I might have to tell my... Maybe we'll have to have him come in as a special guest one day. My father-in-law watches all of them <laughs> all the time. I was surprised. I he told will my... text me during the episodes or during the show and be like, what? Whoa, did you see that coming? And, hey, look, it's the gazebo. It's yeah. kind of wonderful. That's amazing. It's so awesome. Boy, maybe he needs to be a special guest. Yeah. Because I know that, I mean, I told my dad about the the one in Canada with the figure skater and he watched it and now he watches all of them. Yeah, because it's wonderful. Because <laughs> they're hilarious. So I love good. it. 
right, Dan, I'm looking forward to this. Me too. All I want for Christmas is this podcast with you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And uh, that's not true. I actually want some skates. I need some skates. Oh, do you? New hockey skates? Yeah. I'm not going to get you new hockey skates. Well, I know. I wouldn't know how to buy you new hockey skates. That's a lot of money. I've never bought hockey skates. They're not cheap if you do it right. And the problem is, I mean, so I'm coaching Abby's team and my feet are just breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan's about 15 years old. You need to go talk to um, the lovable shop owner. I do. I need to go up to the Centra and, you know, while I'm there for rehab. Yep. Also get some new skates. Yep. Perfect. Done and done. All right. You know what, though? I'm going to pass. Yeah. I'm generally afraid of wolves. Yeah. So that walk up the mountain is treacherous. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And it we'll is. see you guys next week. Yes, it is.